What is up, guys? This is Young Music Podcast. I'm Will. I'm Sam. What's up? I'm Dylan. We're here today with Jay. Um, he runs a music label he's associated with them, so we're here with an interview just to talk about, you know, producing music and stuff like that. So, Dylan, yes, if you want to go ahead and start off, I know you had some questions. Well, wait, let's get some news out of the way first. Okay, we can let's get some news out of the way. Yeah, yeah, you forgot the news, forgot the news. So, so Will, do you want to do the news? Yeah, I can do the news. All right. So, um, this week for news, we got uh, Nav dropped his third studio album. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, Good Intentions, I think, that's what it was called. Haven't had a chance to check it out, but Nav's pretty popular. Oh, good so. Intentions? I think so. Oh. Um, Kid Cudi achieved his first number one song after... 13 years of being an artist with uh, the Scots, with Travis Scott. Um, 6 9 dropped his first song after getting released from prison. So that's probably going to go number one this week. I haven't heard that yet. So I have not either. Drop today. I don't really plan to. <laughs> I, I don't, yeah. And I there's... I <laughs> Rumor, more rumors of Playboy Cardi dropping another single soon. So, hopefully, yeah, that's pretty much all I could find with news this week. Not a big week for music. Alrighty now. All right, now to the main part of the podcast: our interview with Jay, Dylan. You, I know you had some questions that you thought of, so if you want to go ahead and start with those. Alrighty, so uh, let's see. So we all know you're in promotion, you're associated with this label, mm-hmm. uh, Charles and Trimble. So talking about marketing strategies for your music, what, like, what do you think, in your opinion, are some like good strategies versus some bad strategies? And is, are some strategies just like a waste of time and money? Yeah, definitely. So it's kind of through trial and error, man. I, um, I used to promote a lot through Facebook ads and the typical artist stuff. Uh, before I kind of switched over to being a manager. And, you know, I've kind of learned through my research and reading here recently and just trial and error that Facebook ads are terrible just because you're really trying to promote on a on a social media site that's not made for music, uh, if that makes any sense. And so they changed the algorithm here recently so where a lot of your ads don't reach your core audience. Uh, and I'd say a good part of Facebook ads, not to not to totally down it, but one good part of it that you can track your like click through rates and your you know, who's reacting to your your music. You know, you can kind of uh, promote in a different country or a different area of this country, whatever. But it's just terrible, man. You don't reach. I mean, I I put YouTube videos up there and even try to put Facebook ads up, and I'll get 500 likes but only 50 plays. Meaning the people who actually like it, sometimes they're not even clicking through to the video. To the video, so it's a waste of time. Um, more good, more like decent strategies. I say the great strategies I've tried lately have been on YouTube. Um, just going right to the people um, you are able to check your demographics or, or set your demographics for, to the audience you want to reach. 
And that way you get the music right to the people on a music-oriented site. So one of the things uh, I've been trying, and also I've been pushing music towards Distro Kids, another great site that uh, they place you, you know, if you guys know about that probably, but they place you in Pandora. Um, the Pandora's, the Google Musics of the world, iTunes, all those type places. So I think those are more effective strategy strategies when you take it to places like DistroKid and YouTube. Yep. Yeah. Some pretty good, some pretty good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's see. So a lot of, like, popular and even like upcoming artists, a lot of them sign to a label most of the yep. time. So in your experience for, uh, how can an artist that is not signed to a label, you know, build themselves up to, for that promotion, or even just make a good amount of money off their music without signing to a label? Yeah. Um, first and foremost, well, I say there's a few strategies. Um, what I'm trying to do right now, since I've gotten into management, I'm on the management side, so I'm, I'm looking at um, doing, because of what we're going through right now with the with COVID-19 thing, everything is, everything shut down. So I just signed a, like a booking uh, agreement with a booking agent to have my artists out on the road. But obviously right now, that'll be, you know, kind of plan A for us as far as income and building his audience. But in the meantime, the whole game is going to the internet. So I'd say places like Sound Exchange is another great place uh, tool for artists, and that basically it's a it just tracks your digital footprint online. So anytime someone plays a YouTube video, plays you on internet radio, anything like that, Sound Exchange tracks all that, so you get paid for that. Um, I mentioned DistroKid, direct downloads, ninety nine cent, and also um, there's other places like Song Trader where you can license your music. Um, and you can license your instrumentals, you can license, and they also put you, um, kind of put your music in front of people who's going to use it. So you may, I've had music licensed for commercials. I've had it used on MTV, things like that. So those are ways, you know, a couple ways for artists to really, it's an internet game now, you know? So, um, there's a lot of ways for artists to get their money. I say, as far as growing your crowd, the best thing to do is, is do shows, get in front of people. But as far as building your audience and making some money, in the meantime, Sound Exchange, DistroKid, um, and I say YouTube also. If you can monetize your YouTube channel, that's a great way to make music. If you got traffic, you know? yeah, yeah. And I, I, I like how you're talking about licensing because, you know, throughout the past, you know, probably year or two, there's been a lot of just, uh, you know, people stealing other people's beats right. and music. And if you license that, then you're all set. You could sue them or do whatever you want to do so they right. can't use your music and then you get paid for it so that's that's a really good thing to do with your music yeah it's really cool man it's that's what I'm, that's where like you said there's a lot of bootleg and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. a lot of bootlegging going on still man and so it's been going on for a while but yeah you're right you're right best way to do it is, is to license your music yeah yeah for sure sweet let's see what was that someone said something <laughs> No, I just said sweet. <laughs> also, oh, oh, go ahead. Wait, no, go ahead. Glad, right. I was just going to add one more thing, but go ahead. We can come uh, back. I was going to get to my next question, so you, you go ahead and continue on. Okay, so I was just thinking, so one of the ways also to track your music, I know you guys have heard of the uh, um, performance rights, the PRO organizations like the CSACs and mm -hmm. CSAC, um, 
BMI and uh, ASCAP. You guys heard of that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, basically, um, another thing I do is, like, I just don't run a label. I mean, being an artist myself um, and just managing, I try to educate my artists on how to get money in the industry and not just spin your wheels. Because everybody wants, you know, they want the dope, vid- they want the dope video on. They want the streams. They <laughs> want the fire emojis and all that. But it's, like, really behind the game. It's, like, what they say, I really didn't realize it's 90% business and 10% music. So I try to educate them as far as the CSACs and the PROs and how to get paid for your music. So like going along with the comment you were, we were talking about with licensing, if you have your music, if you create yourself a publishing company and you affiliate yourself with a CSAC or BMI ASCAP, they also keep track of your, uh, your music being played in your licensing. So that's another kind of educational tool that I try to talk to young artists about. But kind of goes hand in hand with my last point but anyway yeah yeah you know. that's really good all right that's interesting so uh talking about signing to a label uh especially if you're you know an up-and-coming artist or you're just starting out you know you probably have an album or two out so is there any pros or cons to sl- signing to a label too early or such things <clears throat> In my opinion, there is. I would like to stay independent for as long as possible. It's because we've seen artists, you know, we've seen artists go the independent route and, you know, really break through. Um, and I, I think you have more control over that because a lot of these deals are like, um, man, they're bad deals, real bad deals. Are you, <laughs> you hear about some of these groups that don't get paid, really get paid or make money until like the third album or fourth album? Because they're in a they're in a bad they're in a bad deal they're in a P and D like press and distribution deal or a 50-50 deal or something like that where basically artists don't understand they put all the money up front for you to look good you have your video popping um, you're going you're doing shows but then that money has to be recouped so as an independent yeah we don't have the same cash flow but um, like again the internet has kind of leveled the field so I would I would uh, I would deeply suggest any artist i'm talking to to wait and bubble up and let your you know kind of let your um audience first of all target find your audience and then kind of let things bubble for you and you know let your brand expand before you go into signing a because you want to have leverage and our nowadays our um labels are just looking for artists who are already out there popping they got you know a hundred thousand views they got ten thousand followers whatever the case is you know um, it used to be a time where, where labels would just work with an artist because they have potential. Nowadays, it's like, if you're not hot, okay, we're going to go to the next person. Yeah. So I would definitely suggest somebody to wait and sign to, you know, make sure they have some leverage with the company and say, hey, this is what I want. This is what I want out of the deal. You know. Yeah, I completely agree with that because, you know, next thing you know, you sign to a label, you make a really good album and then you make barely any money off it or they may sell you or they may sell but you yeah Yeah, i definitely know a couple of my favorite artists like they've been complaining about their deals because like um i know lil uzi had a bunch of label problems especially over the past couple years he'd been complaining about that a lot and then uh a newer rapper ian dior is signed to internet money and he's released two albums and a mixtape and he's only seen like 10% 10% of the money that he's made off of them. Yeah, yeah. I know you guys have probably heard, like, Megan Thee Stallion. I'm not a mm-hmm. big fan, but, 
you heard about her issue with her label, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's we, making barely any money. I, I, I heard of her. <laughs> <laughs> she's making like, I know her label's taking like a lot of her money, yeah. that, and she didn't even like know that that was gonna happen. Yeah, and not, like you hear her every time you turn on the radio, you mm-hmm. even listen radio, you hear her all the time. And you would think she's out there, you know, getting it, but mm-hmm. it's not. You know, I, I think a lot of that is uh, having somebody knowing the business yourself, and then having a team around you, man, because you can't really do it by yourself. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of a common thing, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a common thing. That's you know? why. I mean, I I completely agree with that because you know you're 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 a small artist, then you don't really have an, um, as much knowledge surrounding the music industry as you think you might do. Label comes to you, promises you, oh, you're going to be rich and famous, and they throw you some shitty deal right in front of your face, and you sign it thinking you're going to be some rock star. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's what they tell you. Even I know you guys have heard all the, the talk about, I mean, this is a while back with with Tupac and Death Row and all that type shit, right? Mm-hmm. Where, um, you know, Snoop and all those guys left. You know, Snoop had left. He went to No Limit. You know, if you guys, it, this is a while back, but because they weren't getting paid, you know, they they would they'll give you a car and even maybe rent you a house or some shit like that. But you know, you probably won't get what you deserve because the label has to recoup all of their money. Yeah. You know, and they don't get in a deal if they're not going to make money. It doesn't make sense for them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 All right. So. Not sure how well you're gonna be able to answer this one, but okay. um, th- through the through the current like uh, music scene right now, it's more specifically talking about like kind of like the trap game that's been coming up since 2015, 2016. Uh, so a lot of these artists they just kind of came up out of the blue. But do you think that now, especially with all these top artists that are you know solidifying themselves as the leader in the trap game, is it gonna be harder to get into the trap game than it may, may have been in like 2016 um you know I, that's a that is a good that's a good question i don't think that um i don't think necessary i think it's i wouldn't really advise artists to try to go that route i is it, i don't know if it's just me but a lot of these trap artists sound the same and for that very reason i think once the next wave hits that's that's gonna be left behind, you know, and then somebody they're gonna jump on the next thing, and um, yeah, <laughs> I really feel like I wouldn't really advise artists to really. And that's another thing with the industry; they try to push, you know, if Young Thug is popping, okay, everybody has to sound like Young Thug, Playboy Cardi, everybody has to sound like that, right? So, but what happens is you see these artists artists have a two year run, and then they're gone because then, you know, they have to switch up their style to whatever is popping right now. Um, so as far as the trap thing, I mean, you're always going to have like chains and those guys who are going to be in the leader of, cause they, they can't help build it. But, um, I think it'll still be around. I just don't think it's, it's going to be popping forever. Something else is going to pop up and then yeah. something else is going to come up. Um, I so with that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what is, that's where it's headed right now. But, uh, you know, I, I really, there's certain artists that I really look to that's pushing the, the art forward a little bit. I mean, I, I like, uh, I really like uh, Jordan Lucas, man. Jordan uh, Lucas. Yeah. 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 But, 
You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Jordan Lucas. Yeah. I've heard some of yeah. Song, yeah. He just released what a new about album. One of our friends yeah, dope. likes him. Dope, man. I like him. Uh, but, you know, he, he he's one of the artists that I'm like, okay, he's pushing, um, you know, I, I like uh, Dave, Dave East and those kind of cats, you know. I like those I kind like of Dave cats, East. too. I mean, they, they actually they actually have some art behind what they're doing, you know. And so that's kind of where I come from when I'm, you know, the artist I'm looking at. But obviously, Playboy Cardi, all these cats, you know, I, I love, I like all of them. So, yeah. yeah. But, you know, none of them are really, like, they'll do a trap song, but they're not really trap artists. But they still, you know, they have the audience. Yeah. So I just that's why I tell artists just to be different. Be yourself, man. Be yourself. You can make a lane for yourself, you know? Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. I mean, yeah. you should always do, you know, what whatever you feel musically inclined to do. There you go. Yeah. Like I mean, Kanye West is a perfect example of that. You know, he just releases whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. And some people, some people are gonna say it's trash, and some people are gonna say it's genius. Yeah, you're never gonna please everyone. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, uh, what's been blowing up the past couple of years? Uh, SoundCloud. Uh, how do you feel about inspiring rappers? You know, going on to SoundCloud. I like I like SoundCloud. I've, I've got uh, music on SoundCloud. Cloud. I have a. Uh, one of my artists, they have music on SoundCloud. So I definitely believe in it. But nowadays, what happens is because there's a flood of artists on SoundCloud, you get you see the promotions everywhere. Okay, mm-hmm. get a thousand spins on SoundCloud or Spotify, get this kind of package. And, you know, I really think in some ways it's, it's, it's I don't want to say a ripoff, but I don't think it's, it's all it's made out to be. I like SoundCloud personally has been good because obviously, you know, everybody's flocking to it. Everybody's record companies, labels or whatever, they're looking at it for plays. Um, but I just feel like artists, if you get on SoundCloud or you just do one lane, like like check out everything, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, everything. I just feel like you got to have a presence on everything. And I've seen too many artists like concentrate on just SoundCloud and they don't have a plan for promotion. It's just like, okay, we're going to just get as many plays as we can and then then what? Or, okay, we're going to drop a video and then what? Like, they don't have a plan. Um, mm-hmm. And I think really what, what as an artist nowadays, you just have to have a plan. So whether your plan is like blowing up on SoundCloud, you should be on like seven, eight different platforms. That's, why, that's what I think. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. yeah. true. Especially, I mean, yeah. just the market saturation of SoundCloud right now is just way too bad it's very it's crazy man it's like it's like youtube for music because it's like anyone can put it on there but to actually like gain traction or like money from it it's like you got to have this many plays and this many followers and all that like there's a bunch of requirements to like further yourself with soundcloud right right yeah i agree with that i want to ask you guys a question if i can yeah what not because I'm on the other side of the game now. I'm trying to like break artists and push artists. What do you guys look for in the artist? Like when you want to listen to somebody new, because the artist, you just made a great point. The market is so freaking saturated now. What do you look for to set you apart? Set the artist apart. Were you looking for like you looking at beats or you look like or what are you listening for? The, the cadence of the rhyme. Or what he's saying. Like what what are you looking for? What are you guys looking for now? Oh, oh, that's a 
That's a weird question because there's just so many other artists. It could be, you know, beats one day and rhymes the other day. Like you could, I mean, you could ask Will, you know, Will, Sam, and I, we love JPEG Mafia and his, yeah. his beats are just insane. Yeah. And he's just such a great producer and such a great artist altogether. But, you know, if we're looking for rhymes, you know, we can kind of, it kind of just depends. You know, I like whenever an artist has like something behind it. I mean, not, not, I'm not including like the trap in this because most of that, I mean, there's nothing really behind it. It's more like party music, right. but you know, hip hop and rap, if there's, you know, if there's something behind it and, you know, you, you kind of, if they're kind of emotionally attached and they're just not like, you know, throwing, spitting out shit. Yeah. You know, that they don't give it, that they don't care about. Of yeah. course, like, you see what I mean. For me, yeah, yeah I get it. It's, you want to, like, to, like, get go ahead. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Okay, go okay. ahead. Um, all right. Yeah. Okay, I'll go, I'll go. So, right, are you going or yeah, am I'll, I going? I'll go. <laughs> okay, you So, go. for me, it's like the flow and like, just like how their voice sounds. Like, if I get hooked in by, like, like if their flow is, like, different or, like, something I haven't heard before or like just like the way their voice sounds like maybe using auto-tune weird not using auto-tune or like stuff like that if it hooks me in when I hear it and I'm like oh I haven't heard something like that before or like that's different it usually I'll usually like look into them more so yeah so that's a big thing for me it's just like the sound and the flow okay okay yeah same I get that um, I, I kind of like to look at it like as like what kind of vibe the the album gives me. I, I like to listen to to uh, records like uh you know top to bottom kind of, and you know it what stands out about it. What what does it make me feel, mm-hmm. and like how different it is from other artists and stuff like that. When I'm trying to actually appreciate it as art and not just listen to it as like you know when it's trap, it doesn't really matter. You could just hit shuffle on it like it, you know, but. Um, yeah, I like projects that are that stand out as something like different and cool. Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously, JPEG Mafia is a good example of that. Um, I really like uh, have you clipping mm-hmm. is cool. It's like it just different types of vibes. You know, that's kind of how I judge it. Yeah. No, you know, I'm like I, I think you and I are liking that. I listen to a whole project, like what the industry now is single based, like. They'll drop a single, and they'll drop another single. They'll drop another single before they drop the album, yeah. because yeah. then they wanna they wanna maximize the single single and get sales, right? But I I like albums, man. I like I like albums. I like whole albums, man. Like when albums are put together, and like you said, it just has a a, a cohesive vibe, man. You know, um, that's sing- that's, that's kind of what I look for. Singles are cool, cause what? But singles are singles are singles are kind of fuck you up a little bit because you get a you get a single, you go, you you off of a single, you go buy the whole project, and you be like, man, it's a shitty project. Yeah, yeah. Two bangers on it, right? So, mm-hmm. um, that's what I, I I hate that. But yeah, I, you know, uh, the reason why I asked, like I said, man, I, I I know everybody has something different, but I think I think the common thread is you guys dig artists too who can talk about who can you can relate to, like talk about their life story or mm-hmm. whatever the case might be, right? So you know that's why i really with artists i really stress that i'm like when i say be yourself i'm like tell your story talk about that type stuff because you know that's what that's what people want to hear you know and um 
that's what I want to hear as a fan anyway. What makes this person, you know, what makes this person struggle so, so different? So, Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, if you want to, I mean, not talk about your life and you just want to just kind of recycle, you know, crappy music. I mean, you could be a, you could be a pop artist. I mean, right. that's that sells hella and they just write the same album, um. but just change up the words, you know, every year. So yeah, Taylor Swift. <laughs> Taylor Swift, yeah. Uh, Allegedly, right? Yeah. Yeah, don't give me good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We love Taylor Swift. Yeah, oh, here. No, no, we don't. No. <laughs> All right. So, um, for our last question. Okay. So, um, so as your experience so far, as uh, being as a manager, and you know, being your own artist as well, yeah. what are some of the lessons you kind of learned throughout your own career and even if it's like you know you learn the hard way or just like some really good advice from a friend yeah um one of the lessons i learned the hard way is get the money up front <laughs> i mean like he's doing shows man like you know we we would i used to do with a, i used to roll with the traveling band they were like the roots they were called uh, the group were called called the urbanites um you know we do shows and um just even with other experiences man just you know handle your business first i mean you're excited when you're an artist you're excited to do shows you're excited to be in front of people but handle business first you know um that would be a huge lesson and again another lesson is just how to promote i used to just throw my video out there or throw my music out there with and had no value to it i i, I would treat it like it had no value i would just throw it up on facebook or throw it up on whatever and hope it sticks, but that's just not the way this game is played. So I learned if you treat your if you treat your music like it has no value, other people will look at it like it has no value. It can be the hottest thing out there, but if you treat it like it has no value, other people will do the same, man. Um, and that's the big big lesson that I learned that uh, in in music in general. Because I I've been be honest with you guys, I've been recording for like thirty years, doing shows and all that stuff, man. So. You know, I've made money off of it or whatever, but I kind of feel like I was always meant to be on this side of it because I can now teach my artists the mistakes I made and they don't have to go through that, you know? Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. And I'm not, you know, I, I take my time. I'm growing small with this company. I got two artists right now. I'm looking at a third. Uh, we got a, a, a graphic illustrator. We got, we, we, we're building a team right now. Um, so just a go-to people we have in the organization um, again, I, I've just learned to, as a manager, um, being an artist, man, you just want to, I want to let the artists do their thing and I do my, and, and, and they let me do my thing. So I let artists be creative. Um, and as, you know, that, that's what you have to do, man. But, um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying every minute. It doesn't even feel like work, but we are, we are, we are here grinding. That's great. Yeah. 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 Sounds like a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I want to mention right, right quick before I, I go. Yeah, go ahead. Our artist is Trey Bands. Um, he's doing like, you know, really well on YouTube. Thousands and thousands of views, man. If you guys get a chance to check it out. Um, Eternal Might, that's a group that I'm one half of. Um, and you can check them out. And then another artist that I'm looking to sign is Reed Da Vinci. Um, so you guys look out for those names, man. We're all over YouTube. We're all over we all all over the place, and we'll be doing shows here as soon as this 
epidemic is uh, yeah. over with. Right? We'll be all over the place. <laughs> and I'll make sure to link Tweet, you. Dude, yeah. Watch. Yeah, I'll make sure we'll to link them out. I'll, and I'll make yeah, sure to yeah, link we'll... you and everybody else down in the description. So anyone yeah. else that wants to check them out, they'll be linked down there. Okay. Okay. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, no, no problem. Follow their label, uh, Instagram. Is that Charles yeah. and Trimble? Yep. We're going to have those in the description. Yeah, everything's in the description. So thank you for doing an interview with us. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it, man. You guys are the best. I, you know, um, good luck with everything in the podcast. You know, you guys seem like you know your music. So I just appreciate the opportunity to come on. Yeah, appreciate it, you guys. it was great to have you. Good luck with your label, too. All right. Thank you, guys. Later. Thank you. All right. Have thank you. One. Peace out. <laughs> All, All right. Day. So that was Jay from uh, Charles and Trimble. He'll be linked in the description below. Both of his artists will also be linked in the description below. Uh, go ahead, like, and subscribe to us. And check out some of our other videos too. So thank you guys for watching. We'll see you guys next week. Yeah.